89% of buyers when surveyed after closing say they would use their real estate agent on their next transaction. The problem is only 27% actually use the same agent to sell their home that they used previously to purchase their home. So this is something that I wanna break down and I'm gonna unlock my keys to success on retaining clients and building lifetime relationships through systems and processes. Let's go. Welcome to the Real Estate Agent Playbook, helping you win at the game of real estate every day. Here is your host, Jeremy Kane. What's up guys, Jeremy Kane, Real Estate Agent Playbook. Really excited for this one as this is my bread and butter. If you are interested in my very free sphere building 12 week accelerator, please comment 12 week accelerator below and I'll be sure to get that to you. Uh, working on getting the engagement up. Obviously, if you're listening on podcast, you can reach out to me on the various forms in the description uh, below. But while you're here, please like, comment, subscribe, listening on the podcast, please share this with your favorite real estate agent. We're working to grow that community. So a five-star review would be absolutely cherished if you're willing to do that. Okay, let's talk about this one. As you guys know, sphere of influence and sphere development is absolutely great. 52 transactions in 2021 and 30 six of them were repeat client or repeat client referrals. So how did I do it? A lot of agents ask me this and it, it all starts with, you know, leading with value on the front end, open communication and so on. So let's start breaking it down. First things first is everyone wants to have a unique experience. So it is your job to create an absolutely unique and you know, kind of forgettable experience for your client because you want it to be so smooth that they don't have that one thing. They're like, oh man, I remember when I had to get that one thing to the underwriter and I just couldn't get it. So you want to be there as, you know, a guiding light. Obviously, there's a lot of things that clients have to do, some of which are maybe annoying or uncomfortable, but you want to make sure you're there to assist. Hey, call this person at this bank. I've, they've helped me before. Um, and just make their experience absolutely forgettable, I guess, and in a way that there's nothing that was a pain point that sticks out when they're talking about it. Absolutely smooth process as best as you can. And this starts with communication, uh, definitely giving uh, some some, you know, pieces that, you know, are absolutely needed. For instance, you want to, you know, you go under contract, hey, we need to schedule the inspection, deliver earnest money and start getting the lender updated information, right? Don't give them too much up front and always, you know, be ahead, right? You want to have them understand what a title commitment is, you know, in our market before they get it. You want them to understand what the lender is going to do with the loan estimate, you know, before they get it. So you want to have a few things at a time with specific benchmarks. If you're interested in more about my client journey in transaction, definitely check out this video right here. But it's it's all about their experience. They could be finding their forever home, they could be buying their first home, they could be buying an investment property. The truth is, is that their experience will dictate if they're willing to refer their friends to you and grow your business, and again, use you as you know, going out the, you know, next transaction. And so that's something that you really want to take into consideration. If they're willing to use you the next transaction, you continue to stay top of mind. They're also going to refer other clients to you within, you know, the time frame where, you know, while they're happy in their home. So that's 
Number one, unique experience. Make sure you're leading with value, customer service first, all the obvious things. But sometimes we forget, you know, because we do this every day, you know, the steps in the process and explaining them and giving them heads up because the worst thing you want to do is have them call you and say, hey, what what the heck is this? I don't know, because that kind of has doubt creeping in their mind and they're less likely to uh, shout your praises from the rooftops. Okay, so we've done it. They've had an absolutely great experience from lead all the way through their home search or sale um, to the closing table. Now what? This is where most agents drop the ball. They they give a closing gift, somewhat of a ceremonial goodbye um, for some agents, and this is where a lot of things fall off. You've just laid the foundation for your relationship by you know doing your job right. You've done nothing you know, out of the ordinary, exceptional, maybe you have, but you know, it's really just to get the transaction across the table, right? Whether, you know, oh, the seller walked away with the washer and dryer. Let me, let me just fit that bill. Um, it's in the back of the moving truck or making it as, as seamless as possible for them. Right. Um, but now, now's your real opportunity. And now is where you separate yourself. What are you doing in the days and weeks and months after the closing? Are you moving on to the next transaction, the next shiny thing, the next person that's going to be a paycheck? Or do you keep your previous clients in connection, invite them to events, do subtle things that will help maybe send them birthday cards or, you know, the obvious things. I always send, you know, at the three week mark, I say, hey, here's for the bumps and dings throughout the you know process of moving, you know, $25 Home Depot gift card. Would love to hear how your house, you know is treating you guys or something along those lines. And so then you have that, but then you need to understand that you are the expert in the real estate market, right? And the more information you give them, the more referrals you give them for contractors, the more, you know, different steps of the way that you can connect with them. Hey, it's almost winter. Let's blow your sprinklers out. I actually have a landscaper in town, 15% off for all my clients. Just mention this keyword. You know, something like that, that helps them understand, okay, Jeremy's in it for the long haul. But on the back end, you're also, you know, helping other businesses build their business, your key referral partners. You know, if they're getting business and you're building them, as I've talked about so much with industry partner relationships on this channel, just another opportunity to create a connection. And the more connections you create and the more problems of your past clients you can solve with ease, the better it will be. So I touched a little bit on my strategy. Let's talk about this strategy post-close, right? Moving day, I have the closing gift. I send an email that, you know, kind of is a play on words about this is the closing, but it's just the beginning of our relationship. Um, so I send that out and then I mean it, I, I execute on it. So closing gift, um, if they're moving right away, I also do moving day pizza where, you know, they fill out a form. Uh, we get that pizza delivered. They don't have to think about it. They don't have to do anything. Uh, be careful because if you're promising pizza and then you forget to order it, it's a problem. So make sure you have admin staff or yourself uh, really on the ball with that because that's a negative if that happens. Um, but then it's a three-day post-closing call. I, I actually make this a post-possession call because in our modern market, you know, usually there's, you know, it's very in when you move in and all of that. So you don't want to close and have possession in a month and be like, hey, how's how's the closing, right? You don't want to talk about that. So three days post possession, I call and say, hey, how was the move? Is there anything I can do? Anything you need, any surprises, things like that, touch base. 
okay? Then about two weeks, I send that gift card that I mentioned before out, 25 bucks to a hardware store. Hey, these for the dents and dings along the way of the move. Hope things are going well. About three weeks, I call and just say, hey, how's it going? Now that you got your stuff moved in, hopefully somewhat unpacked, you know, what do you think of the house? You know, so on. Um, and then again, at three months, I, I make that call and just kind of touch base. How are you doing? How are the neighbors? You know, is there anything I can do for you? So on. And that's kind of where that transaction kind of goes away, right? I don't want to call them every two months and say, hey, how's the house? Hey, how's the house? And, you know, even throughout that three week call, maybe sometimes you say, hey, you know, how is Johnny's, how Johnny's, you know, baseball tournament turn out or whatever. So you want to, you want to maybe have some sort of life, some forward uh, family, occupation, recreation, dream conversations in there too, not just always about the house. But within these three calls, three days, three weeks, three months, you definitely can talk about the house and the move and, and those things. Um, and then after that, we kind of, okay, that's what it is. Maybe invite them to any client events you have. Make sure they're in your sphere. I have a weekly email newsletter that I send out. I do a live uh, video on Facebook every week, every Wednesday. Um, so they're getting my stuff. They're kind of staying top of mind. I do eight mailers a year. So they're, they're in that sequence. Um, they get a home bot update on their purchase, you know, on their home value every single month. Um, and so there's subtle reminders along the way. Uh, my next real, you know, personal touch on the home anniversary, I send a, you know, four pack of crumble cookies, about 25 bucks. Um, hey, you know, thinking about you, can you believe it's been a year? Can you believe it's been two, et cetera? Um, and then I try and follow that up with an annual review, uh, which is, you know, a, a financial review of the asset of the home, which is typically the biggest asset that anyone purchases. You want to hear about that? Um, check out this video right here on annual reviews. So once that's done, that's my secret. And then I continue to do the home anniversary every year. Once they're a year out of purchasing a home, um, then I definitely am like, okay, let's go. Like, um, you know, that's, that's just kind of the flow. Now they're in my weekly emails, they're doing that, they come to the event, uh, and they're more in the general sphere of influence um, back and forth there. Uh, no more personalized gifts as we go. I do try and get birthdays, anniversaries, and kiddos' birthdays um, and send them, you know, just a nice birthday card with a $5 gift card to Starbucks or, or the kiddos ice cream. Uh, and then that's really it. And you stay, stay top of mind. You do those annual reviews every year with the crumble cookies every year, and you continue to do that. You'll be shocked at how many referrals you will get once you kind of, you know, move back, but consistently just stay top of mind. Top of mind marketing is everything. So this is exactly the strategy I use that helps me close over 50% of my deals for repeat client or repeat client referrals. And it works, right? You, you got to get a CRM, you got to stay organized, you know, as you grow and as you grow, maybe an assistant comes into play and they kind of manage this on the back end. Uh, gifting and unique gifting is absolutely something that will separate you. Uh, I know that oftentimes, you know, I've talked before is when I get a client, I give them a damn it doll because it's going to be stressful, kind of a joke that is often talked about for years and years down the road because people just think it's, you know, witty and funny matches my sense of humor. And so so it kind of converts there. But make something unique of yours. Just make these touch points. And then as you go, you may be saying, Jeremy, I'm a newer agent. I don't have the budget to do X, Y, Z. You know, just keep it. But even the touch, pick up the phone. Right. Next time, maybe text, 
hit them with different modalities as long as they're, you know, okay with it or they're hip to the text messaging or whatever. And, you know, make sure that you're, you're just doing everything you possibly can document everything, create a CRM, um, as you go early on, because if you get used to using the CRM, you will absolutely master, you know, the system and process that this, this goes along with. So I hope this one helped you. Please like comment, subscribe again, free accelerator, uh, just, comment below, as I said before, and I will send that to you personally. And you can see kind of how I built my sphere of influence and, and the different things that, that I do. As always, please share on the podcast. And if you're interested in talking more about partnership and, you know, maybe a more one-on-one -on -one partnership as far as joining myself at the Wolfpack at EXP, please go to reagentwolfpack.com. Uh, we'll check you later. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.